0: We thank you for Christ Jesus who gave his life for us. We thank you, my God, because we are heir of the kingdom of God. We thank you, my God, because we are children of the kingdom of God. We have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. It is not by our works, nor by our deeds, but it is by faith in Christ alone. We thank you for that name that is above all names. And today, Father, we are calling upon that the name of Jesus Christ, our oh Messiah, our oh Redeemer, our oh Sal, oh salvation. We are calling upon the name of Jesus Christ, our oh healer. Oh, oh yes, in God, we are calling upon the name of Jesus Christ, our oh multiplicator in God. We are calling upon the name of Jesus Christ, oh that opens the eyes, opens the mind, opens the heart, oh that sweeten Lord the broken heart that redeem, my God, those that are lost, that give sight to the blind. We are calling this tonight, this afternoon, my God, upon that name, the name that is above any name, the name that is above all names, the name that is above all what we can call, whether in the past, in the present, in the future, that name that is above all them, and upon, upon that name, my God, every knee shall bow, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And Father, as your children, today as your children, as your children saved by the same blood that shed 2,000 years ago, saved by that blood that cleanses us our seal, that give us a new heart, that gives us a new beginning in you, my God. With that name today, we stand boldly to say, Lord, let your will be done. Let your will be done in Tronai, as it is in heaven. Let your will be done in Norway, as it is in heaven. Let your will be done in Europe, as it is in heaven, my God. And let your will be done on this earth, as it is in heaven. Lord, we are praying for the blessing of this city where you are standing, as your word command. And Lord, we don't want to be just listening of your word, we don't want Jews to say your word is nice or is beautiful, but we want to be doers of the word. We want to be doers of your word, my God, for we know blessing. Bless are those who do the word. Blessed are those who do what the Lord says. For indeed, my God, we are blessed, for we are doers of your word. And we give you glory. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, praise and worship. This is a a pleasure to be with you today. Let me take this. So, as most of you know, my name is Gertoil, uh, so I will be the one uh, sharing with you the Word of God, and uh, I'm going to continue in the same thing that has been doing for maybe some couple of weeks now. We have been talking about the kingdom of god and and what uh what is it about the Kingdom of God? I don't know if I have the screen. Do you see the screen? Uh, let me check. Okay. Good. So. Okay. So. What I want to talk about today is continue on the same idea about the Kingdom of God, but I will take the perspective of the Kingdom of God as a family business. And the key word here is family. We what we would like to see to what we would like to see together, I would like to we spend at the end of the uh, of this uh, sharing. That we spend some time in prayer, because I really believe that family. This is what God wants us to be—a family. Christ died for us to be a family. For actually, in John, John, said, "Those who believe, He has given them the power to be called children of God." And family. It's the key word for us. I can be a Christian, but I need to have a family mindset. And we are going to see how God first started with the kingdom of God. We are going to see how God started this family. And usually the way God started is start by reaping off the old one to start something afresh. And the first verse we have, we have it in Genesis, where God take to where God took Abraham from what he was familiar with. He took Abraham from what he knew, his family, his country, his language. And many of you can relate it to this story, where you were taken away or you have by yourself, but move away from something familiar from your country, your language. And it's easy, it's comfortable to be in a place where I know the language, where I know the tradition, where I know where everything is, wo- is going. But God take us away. He said now, you will be a new beginning. And as Christians, a new beginning can be terrifying. Terrifying for your nature, because it's new. We, are not, we don't like what is new, what we don't master. And what makes it even more difficult, it's a new beginning that needs to be lived by faith. It means it's not tangible. I have to take decisions before I even see the result. I have to move forward before I even know exactly the clear path. I cannot make a plan. I can have an idea. But I have to live by faith. Everything is new. Everything is, is moving. Everything. The only person who has control in this place is God. And I have to rely on him. And it's been for you as human, it's challenging. And God, in this verse of Abraham, he said, God, tell to Abraham, go from your country, your people, your father's household, to the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and, I will, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him. And as Christian, many times we, we take those verses, we quote them. Oh, I am children of Abraham. I am blessed. Wherever I go is blessed. And those who curse me will be cursed. But most of the time we forget the first part, the first verse, the condition that make all the rest valid. I have to go. I have to leave what is comfortable. I have to leave what I consider mine. I have to leave what I consider my people to have a new people. I have to leave what I consider my family to have a new family. I have to leave what I consider my tradition to have a new tradition. For this is a condition of those blessings of Abraham. I have to embrace that new tradition. God didn't say to Abraham, I will bless you. No, he said, go. Leave and I will bless you. And Christ tells us the same thing. I have to leave this world. I have to leave my tradition. I have to see you as my new family. All those who are Christian, all those who are calling themselves Christian, I have to see them as my new family. Even though we don't have the same tradition, we may not have the same language, we may not have the same way of thinking, but now God says, they are a new family. For this is what God is doing. He says, I have to leave what I know from before, the way used to be done before. I have to, the way people used to think in my culture, I have to leave them. And I have to embrace this heavenly culture. And this is in that context. If you remember those words of Christ. When they say, your mother and your father are are, are waiting for you. And he looked around him, he said, who is my mother? Who is my father? And he pointed upon the disciple. He said, those who are doing the will of my father who are in heaven, those are my mother, those are my father, those are my brother, those are my sister. And this is the same thing for me. Anyone here who is doing the will of God, I have to look at them and say they are my brother and my sister. I have to prefer them, actually, to my brother in blood if my brother in blood is not doing the will of God. And this is what Christ is saying. This is Christ is asking. This is a family. God, when God is saying leave, he's really meaning it. I have to leave. I have to die to this world. And again, this is in the same context when Christ said, if I don't leave God more than I love my father and my mother, I am not worthy to follow him, to be his disciple. He's not telling me that I have to hate my family. No. He said, God has to come first. And this family that he's creating has to come first. It means that new tradition my French culture, my Cuban culture, if the way of thinking, I have to put them aside. Like Paul, I have to say, I have called consider all those things as rubbish for the sake of the kingdom. And this is the family that God is asking. You are my family. As long as you are doing the will of God. For God sake, those who are doing his will are my mother, my father, my brother and my sister. Not because you are white, not because you are Norwegian, not because you are Ghanaian, or not because you are French, or not because we speak the same languages, or not because we have the same tradition. So it means that someone may have the same language, the same tradition, the same color, but if they are going against the will of God, they are not your brother, they are not your sister, And so this is this thing, promises. But sometimes we want to hold to the country we come from. Sometimes we want to hold to the people we come from. Sometimes we want to hold to our father-out home. Sometimes we want to hold to the land we come from. Because it's comfortable. Because it's very difficult to believe something that, you, don't, you haven't experienced I know the food, I know my culture I know all the things but something new, it's become difficult but God say the promises of Abraham the beginning of the promise of Abraham they rely on this that you live. what you know is yours you leave them for the sake of the kingdom your way of thinking from your tradition, you leave them You put the kingdom of God first. I'm not telling you that you have to throw everything out. No. The kingdom of God first. I have to put the kingdom of God first. And this is a family. And this is what uh, those verses show us. My mother, my brother, are those who are doing the will of God. So, this is what we have been talking about is the kingdom of God. I really believe that you and I, my wish, my prayer is to see the kingdom of God be manifest in Trondheim. I want to see the kingdom of God be revealed in Trondheim. But for it to happen, you have to be revealed in Trondheim. For you are the kingdom of God. I am the kingdom of God. If we want to do a revolution in Trondheim, it has to start with us. We have to bring a revolution in Trondheim by releasing the kingdom of God. But it means I have to leave my family. I have to leave my nation. I have to leave my way of thinking. I have to leave my country of origin to see the kingdom of God to see where I'm standing as a citizen of the kingdom of God. For Christ does say those words, he said, you will do greater than I, those who believe. So it is easy to be trapped in the everyday. It is easy to be trapped in, in the tr- daily life. But the kingdom of God is still in you and in me and we have to reveal it the light have to shine the light of the kingdom have to shine and therefore in any family the most important is love is love for the father love is a bound. I'm not talking of loving you have passive love. Passive love is to say, oh, I love you. And it's, it costs me nothing. It's there. And you have active love. Active love, it costs you. Active love, it costs you some energy. Active love, it pushes you to do what you don't want to do. Your body says, oh, I don't want to do it, but active love will push you. And this is that same active love that allows me to forgive my energy. This is that same active love that allow me to not speak evil of any of you here. Not because you are perfect. Not because you do everything perfect. But because I know if I have to show the love of the Father, I have actively not to speak evil of any of you. Because I know if I speak evil, it's not of God, it's of Satan. It doesn't matter whether you are right or wrong. I just don't have to allow Satan to use me to speak evil. This is active love. Active love is not to give to my emotion to say something bad about you, even though I my thought I'm thinking about it. It's easy. It's, you see, sometimes you see when you are hearing bad deeds about people, the flesh. Really, somehow, human beings, we are really this strength that you enjoy. Sometimes you, you, you take pleasure. Sin, you see, sin is not painful. Because, and this is what makes it, uh, as human beings, we fall easily if you don't feel with the Holy Spirit. Because sin always will catch you. You always wait around you. But God says, love will overcome. And which love? First, He say love of God. We shall love God our Lord, with all our heart, and with all your our soul, and with all our strengths. And this is the active love. All my strengths, I have to love God. It means it has to be active. It has to put energy. It has to cost me something. Active love is not just saying it. Energy has to come out of me. Something has to come out of me. A power has to come out of me. Something has to come out of me. And he said, I have to love others and your neighbor as yourself. Love, this is what makes the kingdom of God exist. And in Trondheim, we are here to reveal the kingdom of God. And in one John, he say, love one another for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And I cannot say that I am a Christian. I cannot say, I mean, I can say, it, but it's useless if I don't have this fighting in me to not allow evil to come out of me. You see, I have to fight evil. The evil I have to fight is not in you. I found that the evil I have to fight is first in me. I found the greatest fight I have is not with other people, is with me. Not to allow evil to come out of me. Not to, to fight it. Not to let it dominate me. Because I can easily see evil in others, but I have to see the evil in me have to see the things that are to come out of me and say no this is not of God and rebuke them and this is what God is asking us as a family a family is not perfect I have four children and there are always some strife between them but as a family this is the same you will, there will be strife among you There will be maybe something someone will do that really touch you or maybe go on your nerve and sometimes you you really bother. But God said, remember above all those things, remember who you are. Who am I will determine what I do. If I consider that I'm a child of God, there are things that I will not do. If I do them, I will fix them straight away. Because of who am I, and God has called you and me to build to be a blessing for Chondani. God has given you a dream, and as a church, I really believe that each one of you here have a dream, something that God has put in you. And you say, oh, maybe it's too old, it's too many. maybe you have been Christian for twenty years, but Abraham. God is blessing almost when he was 99. So age is not a problem. You may have been for 40 years, but it's not a problem. It's better to start late than to never start. It's better to do it late and get your blessing than to not get it at all. Therefore, I will encourage you. Let's love He'd guide you. First, love for God. God loves you and therefore he sent us Christ. And we have a mission in this place to make the kingdom of God visible. And the kingdom of God cannot be visible without you and me. The kingdom of God will not be visible without you and me, which means that we have to release whatever God has put in us. And a family is a place where you are allowed to do mistakes. Sometimes in a church, if you are a, a religious, if you are religious, a church, as a Christian, in a church, if you don't have the family spirit, it's a place where, like outside, you are performing. It's. It's the appearance. Everything, I look perfect, I talk perfect. Everything is the appearance. But a family, you are vulnerable. You can do mistake. You can try and fail and you, you know you will not be judged. Nobody will jump on you. And this is, sometimes many of us haven't tried anything because we are afraid. We are afraid of failing. We're afraid of, oh, if I fail, I've been Christian for so many years. What people will think about me? But I will say, this is a family. A family is a place where you are allowed to fail. I'm allowed to fail. Because we all know we are human. But if I never try, how can I succeed? If I never move, if I never leave something, how can I go somewhere? if I've always in the same place how can, I have mo- how can I have movement therefore whatever dream god has put in you do not let it die do not die with it do not say oh it's too old now no if you say this because you haven't get this mindset of family you are still in the old way of this world trying to perform but if you have the family, try it. Try the dreams that God has put in you. It sounds crazy. Try it. Because as a church, we need the dreams that God has put in you. Many of you have potentials that God has put and that needs the church. We need them. Why? Because God has put us here to be a light in Trondheim. We need to start shining here first. We need to start shining. We need to make this place a house A a lighthouse for the city of Trondheim. But it is not a one-man job. It is not a one-woman job. It is not a one-man show or a one-woman show. It is a responsibility of the church. It means that you and I, we have to start releasing what God has put in us. The potential that God has put in us. And... uh, We know this verse. We know that we have come to know him if we keep his command. Whoever says, I know him, but does not have what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And in verse 9, he says, Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. I was reading those verses with uh, children this morning and they strike me as uh, he, it's when he says verse 4, whoever says I know him but does not do what he commands is a liar and the truth is not in that person. And I was, it struck me in those verses. He said, if I say I know God, if I say I'm a Christian, but I don't do what Christ said. In fact, Bible says I'm a liar. God God doesn't use metaphor here. It's very straightforward. You are a liar. And even worse, he says the truth is not in me. And we know the truth is Christ. And if Christ is not in me, it means I'm a deceiver. It's not only a liar, but a deceiver. I pretend to have Christ, but Christ is not in me, for Christ is the truth. For he saved himself. I am the way, the truth, and life. Therefore, it is our duty. It is our really most urgent thing to do, each one of us. To do what Christ has called to do, and this is a call, really, I would like to give to each one of you, including me, to start doing what Christ has called us to do. Not to say we are Christian, but we just start doing it. Let's stop saying we are a Christian. Let's just start being a Christian. Let's just start doing it. Let's not call ourselves again. Pancotis or Beba, whatever name we call ourselves. Then let do not stop calling ourselves uh, whatever name, prophet, apostle. Let's just do start doing what Christ has called us to do. For you and I, this is our responsibility. And God is really telling us, this is what I want you. You have to start doing what I call you to do. We have to start doing it. We have to start living it. We have to start having this love among us. The love that makes any one of us here. My brother can start doing something. He knows if he fails, he will not get judged by it. No, he will get encouraged. Oh, maybe try like this. Or oh, maybe go again. That my sister will try. For we need you to release a gift. When you release a gift, You will do a mistake, maybe, in the beginning. But it's better. Just try. Release what God has put in you. Do not just stay here. Do not be a church goer. We need to be a church doer. We need to create church. We need to build the church of God. First here, in us, in our heart. For this is what we are. Otherwise, the truth is not in us. We are just a deceiver. And uh, this is the point. He says there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understood. There is no one who seeks God. This is why we are here. Because out there, there are a lot of people They are not looking for God. They need the light to shine. The light need to shine in this place. From this place, it's need to shine in one We have been talking of the kingdom of God. We have been talking of making Jesus visible. We have been talking of a lot of stuff. All those things, it's because of this. There is no one who understood. There is no one who seeks God. Therefore, we are the ones that will make them see God when they see the light shining. We will see God when they see the light growing from this place. So therefore, as we have seen in the beginning, leave your household. Leave your country from your mind, from your heart. Leave them all for the sake of the kingdom. Whatever you consider you have, whether you call yourself French or Ghanaian or Congolese or from whatever country or whatever language you consider you are speaking or whatever degree you consider, like Paul, consider all those things as rubbish for the sake of the kingdom. Let's come together as a family. Let's stand together as a family. Let's hold hands together as a family. When one does a mistake, let's not just jump to criticize. Let's stand and pray for them. Father, help them to see. Let's, let's have this love, this bound that makes that we can go out there and be strong. Let's have this love that makes that if one of us go out there, he knows that all of us is behind. Let's have this love that is invisible to the eyes, but that God can see. And this is called divine love. This love that brings Christ to the cross. It's the same love God is asking us to have for one another. To be a family. To see ourselves as a family. And uh, sometimes we look ourselves. You see, when I look here, when I look here, I see a picture of people. I see, a, I see really a rainbow of color. I see, I see beauty. I see a lot of things. But at the same time, I know also that many of us, we have broken dreams. We have, we, we don't try to live to the potential that God has put in us. Because we are afraid maybe of failing. We don't move toward what God has given us. Because maybe we, we are comfortable where we are. We say, oh, it's enough. No. God say, leave your household. I have made you a new beginning. His grace are new every morning. So leave. Start going towards the place that God has shown you. Start moving towards that place. And uh, by moving forward and uh, to, to, to join what uh, Samuel was talking. To study the Word of God, so that we are no longer infants tossed back and forth by wave. But we need to speak the truth in love. We will grow to become respect, mature body of Him who is the head, that is Christ. You see, when I look at this, Christ accepts to be the head. Sometimes when I look at the church, I say, God, how come you choose us to be the head? I mean, we we like cripples, we Nothing is functioning. everything seems to be really working half, and God, who has the glory of heaven, he doesn't mind to call himself or head. For me, this is the greatest, mind-blowing thing that God accepts to call himself or head, not the head of the mighty angels that no, He' or head, the head of the church. We are the church. God doesn't mind to identify himself with us, with you. Therefore, we have to put our effort, we have to put our effort to do whatever we know he has put in us. Really the dream, I'm talking to the dream that God has put in you. The dream maybe that you have dared or even let go. The dream that you say, oh, now I'm too old. Maybe the dream, maybe that you say, oh, I am too young. Maybe the dream you say, oh, I don't have what it takes. I don't have the money. The dream maybe that you say, oh, all those things has been given for you, for the church. All those gifts has been given for the church. But sometimes what's happened, I found that we want to be great by using the gift. We want to be someone outside the kingdom of God. And it doesn't work. God, you are already someone. There is nothing, there is no title you can have on this earth that will be greater than to be called son of God. It means that whatever you do is not to get honor. You are already honor by being called a child of God. I mean, imagine uh, Hokon adopt you and say, oh, now you are my child. What do you need more? I mean, you are a prince. What do you need more? What honor do you need more? You will not have greater honor if the king of Noah adopts you and say, oh, from now on you will be my son. Or you will be my daughter. And this is what God has did. This is what he did. He said now we are his children. So we cannot get a greater honor than this one. Therefore, whatever I do is not to get honor. Sometimes, you see, we are complaining, oh, I'm the only one doing this. Why he or why she? We don't do it because of he or she. I do it because I want to see the kingdom of God growing. (laughs) It means if I am alone, I say, Father, give me strength. Imagine Christ was complaining. He will never go to the cross because he was alone. When he was with the disciples, they were talking, oh, who will be the greatest, who will be the chief, who will be the prime minister. This is what they were talking. He was alone. Even to the last day, he was alone. Therefore, whatever you are doing, whatever you are doing in the kingdom, do it for God. Don't mind that if you are alone. Don't mind that this one doesn't come. Don't mind that nobody sees you. No, If nobody sees you, praise God. Say, Lord, I thank you because my reward will be in heaven. Say, Lord, I thank you. Because you see, this is the family. The family is we do things for God. Not to be seen, not to be praised, not to get a reward on this earth, but to say, God, I thank you. At the end of your life, you will say, Lord, I thank you. I have run the race. Therefore, as a family, as a member of the kingdom, really, I will, I will uh, encourage you. I encourage you to invest yourself in the kingdom of God. Do not just come there and say, ask God the dream you have put in me. The dream you have put in me. The dream you have put in me. For the God, the word of God needs to be preached. And in those verses in Isaiah, he said, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So it has never been that you will do things alone. It has never been that you will do things by yourself. But God has called you, and he has called me, so that we live by faith. As I say in the beginning, faith is this thing to do before I think before I know, before I'm really sure. But this is what we should live. God says righteous should live by faith. And therefore, you and I, we need to live by faith. And my prayer is that the kingdom of God in Trondheim will be seen. The kingdom of God in Trondheim shall be seen. The reason you are here is to make the kingdom of God visible. Whatever is the reason that has brought you here is not the important. The most important is that God has made you here for this time. At this particular time, to make the kingdom of God visible. Whether you are here as a mother, as a father, as a student, as a worker, as a refugee, as a whatever, is to make the kingdom of God visible. And so let's join hands together. Let's make God proud of his family. For his pride to call us his children. Let's make him proud of what the work of the Holy Spirit of God in Trondheim will do through us by by releasing the gift. Release the gift of God in you. Release the love of God in you. Allow God to work in you. Allow the Holy Spirit to use you. Whatever dream, even if it's broken, say, God, you repair everything. He will repair the broken dream. He will repair the forgotten dreams. And through Him, you will be called children of God. We will be called citizens of heaven. We will not need to say we are Christian, but through our works, people will see that we have the heaven force with us. So, my prayer to you today is this. As we finish, I will ask you to stand up so that we can pray together. To pray that it is not because of what have been done in the past to you. To pray that whatever has been said against you, wherever you come from, whatever tribe you come from, you will put those aside for the kingdom of God. You will leave your household, your family. You will leave whatever. You will consider those things as less and put the kingdom of God first. And you will see each one of here as your brother and sister. And above all, you will do. You will go out and do. You will try to do the the work of God in Trondheim. For Trondheim need what you have in you. Trondheim need what God has put in you. And we need to release it. So really I pray that God bless you. And I pray that this year we will see the light of God shine in each one of you. And we will see the work of God here in Bethel be revealed. May God bless you richly. Oh, le, 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 le,
1: of God. The kingdom of God. It is all about the family business. And if you belong at the family, take care of that business. If you belong to that kingdom, take good care of the business of that kingdom because he has made us brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. And the motto in our midst is love because we can't be brothers and sisters without loving each other. Amen. Amen. And This is what will make our kingdom made known outside there. In Trondheim, in Norway, when people will look at us, they will recognize that we are children of God. We belong to that kingdom. We belong to his kingdom. We are family. And let us work hard. Amen. Let us work hard that we may bring our kingdom outside there. That people may see that we belong to that kingdom. Making Jesus visible. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you,
1: Jertory. This is something very powerful. It happened with Abraham. He was in his his own family. But God appeared to him saying, Leave your family, your country, your nation, everything, and go to where I will lead you. Somehow Abraham may be feeling that he was going alone, but God was with him. Because time to time, God was coming to him and telling him his mistakes and correcting him and that, "Do this, go this way. We belong to the kingdom of God. and if we belong to that kingdom. Let us be dedicated to that kingdom. Be dedicated to the kingdom of God. Behave as someone who is dedicated to the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. And you will receive all the blessings. The life of blessings in Jesus' name. Let us receive benediction because this is what god told moses go to aaron and the children and tell them that this is how they have to bless israel my people and you are also receiving the same blessings because this is what we have to put on you he said, put, let, let them put my name on Israel and then I will bless Israel. Amen. We are putting the name of Jesus upon the church for you to be blessed, for everything to be well with you. In Jesus' name, can we lift up our hands and receive benediction? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son.